All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Daddy Lone again, and shout out to Red Light Crew. Hey, you're one of 12 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. Yeah, you know what the... To find that uh, uh, better, um, I think the key there is. Uh, I just lost my trend of thought. Welcome in, Nation Real Life, episode 149, I believe. That's 40. correct. Wow, 148. Oh, oh, oh. That's wrong. Tyler Rumchek starting things off on a bad note. Chalmers, Bag Milk, Wanye J. Everyone is here. The whole gang is together. Going to talk a little bit about uh, some Hockey Canada news. We're going to get to that later, though, Chalmers. You're already bubbling. Your foot's tapping. You're ready to go. You're ready to I'm fight me on it. I'm about that one. But uh, first, we're going to talk a little Edmonton Oilers, I think. Talk about the ice hockey team. They're heading on a road trip. And Chalmers, you said this is the road trip that you would be looking forward to the most as a player. This is the one five-game road trip I would have circled on the calendar. Getting to go to California, kind of, well, what should be the dead of winter here, November, you know, it just started. Mm-hmm. So it's in this fictional really. universe where you're an NHL player, you keep a paper calendar? Oh, well, you got to look at the schedule right when it comes so out. Do you have like a binder you take around with you and like a leather? No, folder? you'd have it on your phone because it's 2019. I, well, I don't know. Yeah, well, Maybe NHLU is really into calligraphy. Well, no, no. But see, you get to go and you get to start with like going straight into San Jose tonight to try to get back that. That big beat down we took. Ain't a fun thing to do. In and then you go to L.A. Hopefully <laughs> yeah, kick the shit out tried. of them. And then you go from L.A. Cause fun. We play, we There's play, fun in L.A. There is fun in L.A. But we go from L.A. on Thursday and we have a day off in between Vegas and Edmonton. And I was thinking about how they schedule, like what, what the team schedule their plans like, you know. Mm. Do they get to spend the whole day in Vegas on Friday? Yeah. Because that could be bad. If they're smart, they'll stay somewhere around <laughs> L.A. in practice and then leave out early f- 
Saturday morning to Vegas because Vegas is not a place to overnight, even on a game night. Bringing it back to the trip that got me blasted on social media when I was hosted by the Flames along with ATB. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got to experience that, and the Flames flew in the day before, and I was up playing craps at 2 in the morning with Mike Smith and Matthew Kachuk. Oh, really? Did you just throw Mike Smith under the bus? Yeah, he's ours now. You can't fucking do that. Well, I'm just saying, but, but he wasn't playing the night. The, 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 you could, Kachuk was playing the next day. Smith wasn't. Riddick was playing. Mm, okay, so okay. Smith had a credible reason. Who did we see the, the one guy. time at the Eau Claire Joey's? Remember the night before? Like, the season was over, and we're... we're it was all, an oiler. Yeah, it was a goal. Was it Delorier? Yeah. See, I always I think these remember. guys are... Game they're entitled to go. Yeah, yeah, it was a goal. Like, it was a goal. We're like, what are you doing, man? Go to bed. <laughs> yeah, it was it's game tomorrow. night. It's game 82. Oilers are in, like, 30th Had place. So, we're like, you yeah. can still fight hard and get better goals against? Fuck. So, yeah, I hope I hope they don't spend the night... I hope, like, Vegas... Well, that yeah. Vegas is... Like, the Vegas flu is real. It is fucking real. So, you better fly in day of... Because the flight's thirty seconds. That game's not till eight p.m. though. The night, the next night on Saturday night. Yeah, but, well, so but you then, go out. But they could put a shift in the outdoor bar. You could bar. put a shift. You could go to a nice, you know, so wet yeah, republic so or something. Yeah, so don't avoid it all. Don't go to Vegas. No, day that's a big, wet that's a divisional it's game. It's a bonding trip for these. So guys. where they go bond? If you look at this calendar, the green light is in Arizona. Go party in Scottsdale because then they don't play until Wednesday. So they have two days off. So they so, get to party Monday and Tuesday no, no, in Scottsdale? They pl- no, they party Sunday night. Well, Scott, Little top golf, man. You know what? Scottsdale yeah, is lit Monday through Sunday. So it's fine. So Sunday night in win. Scottsdale, those boys go rip it up, bond, probably rookie dinner that night. Oh, actually, I don't know if they do it after a game. Um, but that'll be the big night. Hopefully they keep it on the rails. Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, or Saturday for those games. Don't only spend the minimum required amount of time in Vegas. I've been putting my body through hell for the last 10 years, getting ready for, like, you know, benders, like the weekend yeah. we're going like, to have. Yeah, and shit. I still take, like, two days to get over it. So that's not a two bad Two days, idea. man. Our football trips, which we're about to go on to Buffalo this year, it takes me, like, three to five days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't feel right. Of, you just you just feel off. Like, I couldn't I couldn't imagine playing the NHL right now and doing any kind of, even like one big night versus or a two-night bender and then having to play an NHL hockey game. Who are the guys right now that would have to pay for the rookie dinner? Uh, Ethan Bear. Ethan Bear. Who else? Caleb Jones, if he's still kicking oh, around on the big club. That stings. That's Joel, Joel Pearson. Joel Pearson. Joel Yeah, there's some there. tickets. And who do you think really takes advantage at the rookie dinner? Nobody. Vets. Well, old no. school vets. I no, bet, you, like, Connor, yeah. I like bet you two to one odds Connor pays the bill. Oh, I yeah, yeah. I would Connor agree. would quietly pay the bill. But if Luch was quietly. on the team, Just if Luch was on the team, Luch would floor it. I... And, and 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 rack it up because he's he's old school. And I imagine like a guy like Granlund is just like I, I bet you I'm getting traded in the next month <laughs> yeah, and I'm racks up just something. a dumb bill. Just gets like a two hundred dollar bottle of wine for himself and shit. Gets it corked I, and takes it home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if there's like eighteen lasagna like that. You know, like the person that would like go to a party and like take a two six of vodka and drink like you know maybe a third of it and then. Go to take it home. At I the bet end you of there night. is cheap ass stories <laughs> about NHLers that would make your eyes burn. Oh, for sure, God, oh, like thousand hilarious. percent. Yeah, fifteen vitamin I waters was, from the. Plane. I follow Lauren Kyle, who is 
Connor McDavid's girlfriend. Be on careful Instagram. right now. Not don't you no, no, no. say a bad. They, she posted a picture of mm. the dog in the new house oh, with Leonard. Connor standing at the island. Leonard, the Labradoodle. That the is Labradoodle. a beautiful island. I get a As text a home every time that dog posts on Instagram. Yeah, he just moved. He just moved into a new house. Yeah, yeah. they just finished Deep building south. Like, I heard a rumor that? that he built one for his family too to just like keep in the city. Oh really? Oh, anyway, probably. So that's sure, Twelve and a half sheets. Twelve and a half sheets. Edmonton. That buys you a lot of stuff. You can buy a cul-de-sac. Did you hear about the Lauren Kyle? Well, I mean, people being shitty on Twitter oh. because she is not a trained media person. Oh, of for the camera. fuck's sake. All, Good for her for having the nuts. No, all, all I would what, what, what did they give to her? What, what was the deal? They were just saying how bad she was Hold on up. camera. So she went on with Gene yes. yeah. and Mrs. Benning, Matt yeah. Benning's wife. Yeah, yeah. I cannot recall her name. Okay. Uh, Mrs. Mrs. Benning. Oh, and she wasn't polished? Oh, who no, knew? And she's nervous. And then they were they had some footage of her, and she's st- nervous. She's clearly nervous. She's clearly nervous. nervous. She, of course, no media training. You're exactly right, Ben. Yeah. And like everyone in Edmonton, just like we hate you, Lauren. Me yeah. especially. I'm the uh, worst. Jealousy. Oh, I'm jealous. jealous. I, I'm jealous. No, 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 not you. I am. I'm, Are you kidding me? I yeah. take photos of them. <laughs> right. That they then, put up, and you, then I put Wanye over her face. But you don't hate her. Well, I you, no. Let's bring no. her on the pod. No. Yeah. Well, hey, oh, I see her the games. I know right where she sits. Oh yeah. I just stare at her for extended. Not media trade, but the but the optics, Chalmers, is is what whatever she's like. The fact she's willing to go on camera and speak a microphone, all good. There's nothing she, she could have said. But it's but it's it was the they did the, the, the B roll of them like working the table, and it's just her with her arms crossed, talking, not doing anything, sure. uh, while everyone's like all the other ones are like working the table. Like it just it was just an optics thing. Like, no matter what she did, though, every shitty person but, on social media like me were gonna be like, "No, you're the worst." You Look know at how what? you're standing. But you know, I I actually want to not really shit on her. I want to say, hey. This was Oilers curated content. Connor McDavid is your most fucking important player on the team. Actually, every Oilers is important, but God, we love Connor. Like, just just director. Like, hey, just fold these up. Like, and we'll record If she does piece. nothing, she gets shit. If she goes yeah, over the top and tries win. to be the no, show, no, no, she goes. But, she gets but, shit. but I'm saying, like, she this was like Oilers production videoing that, and then and then putting it on Sportsnet. It was. It could have been all government controlled. I thought she did fine. Yeah. I didn't see it. I think you we're spending way fun. too much time on this. There's not yeah. enough time. We really need to dissect on this because it's there's a social issue at hand here too. No, I was kidding. The biggest problem I had with Lauren Kyle was how aggressive the curve on her hat is. Oh, I like the I like the aggressive curve. curve. It was an aggressive. You're curve. a flat brim guy, just like me. I'm a but, flat brim guy. But 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 uh, ladies, that's the baseball. She had a baseball in there. Yeah, no, no, I like, I like, I don't, I, I, I prefer it over the flat brim. I'm a big fan of girls in hats. Especially oh, girls when they got, hats, especially oh, when yeah. they're really. Really working in the brim. That's well, the first was, time. Beautiful curve. Yeah, it's the first time she's come out and faced the hordes. Yeah, and I give her respect. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And it's good. It's it's good that she does mm-hmm. that. It's very good that she does it. She was great. I thought everybody was being ridiculous. Of course they are. Ridiculous. She's not. She's not a media person. She doesn't go on camera. She did fine. Maybe full the toque. Yeah, Did I print off a bunch of screenshots from Instagram the next day and stand in the mirror crying <laughs> while listening to Katie Perry? How did, yes. How did the guy that was in the hospital? Let's talk about this guy for a second. Oh, my boy, PK. Your boy, PK. I saw a lot of this stuff. on. How did he like that you um, really enhanced his nipples in my, in my picture? <laughs> did you? <laughs> he like he did one of those things. You know how Wanya does the things where oh, he's yeah, like, he's he takes a picture and then you know it's coming. <laughs> The zoom in, the like zoom in. and then the things. zoom in with playoffs. He was lactating playoffs. And he did it right to his nipple. Oh, no. So he is not afraid, my boy Parker, to uh, take his shirt off. And yeah, I was going to say. He, his nipples are his calling cards. They're two business cards. <laughs> I respect Yeah. JR has that kind of confidence. Yeah. I've been 
texting with him that he's up. He's in the hospital right now. He's getting some tests done. And I said, you know, good on you for finally having enough is enough. You've had that enormous dick long enough. Yeah. <laughs> you tell those doctors, you know what? I've, I've bared this burden as long as I can. I need you to remove. always come back to hammers with this Two one? thirds of the meat. <laughs> always with the hammers. We should also remind people that uh, PK Parker was the one who sat at Rexall Place. Back in his seat after taking after taking a puck to the melon. Honest to God, drummers and cut open, cut open. And if I recall correctly, that game was not worth watching. <laughs> this is, I, I think, this is like this guy's in the conversation for the top Oilers fan of all time. Yeah, I I, I read the stories. February of Connor's draft year hits me up. He's like, "Hey, the Oilers are going to win Connor McDavid in the lotto." I'm like, I'm sure our odds are like 13% kept it going, kept it going, kept it going. His wife, like the day of, he's like today, you're going to see today's the day we win. And his wife has a photo of him, like praying on his knees in front of the television as they remove the, uh, the envelope. Yeah. Got hit in the head with a puck on hockey night in Canada. Came back to his seat, bloodied under 10 minutes, full oh, beer, yeah. like goose egg leaking. Yeah. Yeah. And they all were like down four two to the. Yeah. They're like, please lose. Leave. Yeah. He's like, no. Yeah. Why did? How, how did he get hit in the head with a puck? Why wasn't he paying attention? No, he was behind the bench. Just got tipped like above oh, the players' bench. Still should be watching. And oh. he was sitting like in the corner. It was like an odd deflection Very too tough. that like went around the mesh I, and, it, hit him. and it was I hot. Was and that's the thing. Yeah. Like, sometimes like a dump in, deflected like that. That's Do you coming know in that hot. a fight me and my my sister in law actually got into? Yeah. You believe this. We were going to a Toronto Blue Jays game, and we were sitting pretty much five rows um, up from the left field fence, you know, pole territory. So I'm like, we're getting home runs, boys. And yeah. To your sister? You said that? No, to my, my sister-in-law. Oh, and my so sister you say boys like, to your sister-in-law? Yeah, my sister-in-law's like, we got to keep our eyes on the game. And I'm like, if a ball comes over, I'll just... And she's like, why don't you... Do you know what it all started about? Was taking gloves to the game. Yeah. Her husband was going to take a glove to the game, and I'm like, no, he's not. Because adults don't take gloves to games. They don't? What? No, they don't. No, I would. Absolutely. If I'm no. sitting left field, oh, Kids can take yeah. gloves to games. What if you're sitting adults on like the third baseline? No. What if you hope to be deputized and called into the game? It's why we've worked hard our whole lives to get bare hands that have some calluses on them so we can catch that shit. <laughs> my blogger hands are so very good. I said to her, hands is callous. I said to her, <laughs> if a ball comes towards our kids, I will bare hand it. She's like, no, it'll hurt your hand. <laughs> so I sent her like 10 videos of dudes that had done it. People who have been holding kids and stuff. I'm like, are you telling me you don't think I'm athletic enough to do this? She's like, there's no way. And I'm like, I swear to God, I hope one comes just so I can do it. It actually was like a weird fight over like a lunch. It like made the lunch awkward that she was trying to tell me that I couldn't do this. You took it and, too far. And at that thing, so we were right above the bullpen and my sons took their gloves and my son Luke is hanging over the, the edge and he drops his glove into the bullpen. <sighs> of a major league baseball of team. Of a major league baseball team. So now we're looking at basically like the relief pitchers, and I'm like, excuse me, uh, uh, look up here, look up here. And finally, the guy looks up, he sees the glove, and he's, that's what I said? It's three three Stooges. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, three right. amigos. It's like this yeah, podcast yeah, yeah. be factually correct. And uh, finally, mm -hmm. one of the nice guys. Hold on, like a pitcher? Glove. Yeah, threw up the glove, but do you think he put a ball in it? My son's not. sitting there crying. He thinks he's lost his ball. Didn't put a ball in it. I'd be like, I'm why are you crying, man? You fucked up. That's my Please teach your kids some responsibility, yeah, child. Give it to my kid. I'd be like, if I was a pitcher, I'd be like, sorry, kid. You I'd wear Luke's, leech to hang I'd wear Luke's I glove out when I got called out. Yeah. They'd be like, yeah, like, this guy has a comically small glove on. What's going on? <laughs> he really must be did. getting revenge on Chris Chalmers. Speaking of my son, Luke, I got to admit, right now, we're about to go to this trip in, in Buffalo. Oh, yeah. We got to put Chalmers I am, in a bubble here. Man, I am rattled. Last night, I was working late, and I got a call at about 9 o'clock to come home, and he was throwing up. 
It's got the flu everywhere. Yeah. Two kids that had come over and had it. He got it all over my bed, all over like five towels, all over like three of his blankets. We're talking like full of chunks. My wife just threw him in the sink. Is this the same boy who dropped the glove? Yeah. Good God. So she's dealing with the sun and I don't blame her for leaving that stuff. But when I get home, I'm like, okay, we got to do something about this. Now here's where the story's fun. Our washing machine broke down about a week ago. Good job not fixing it. I called I called the appliance place. <laughs> Your eyes when he said I that comment. So yeah. <laughs> you don't think I don't want this thing fixed? Trigger. I called I called the appliance place <laughs> and I just moved into this house a year ago, almost to the day. But I got those fucking appliances delivered a month before I moved in and the warranty started then. Oh. So my warranty is up. Do you know what those people are charging me to come fix it? And they're not and they You're made not me wait to a say week. The, you people. Those people, Mm-mm. appliance people, that is offensive. Going to get um, a letter from the union. $89 just to show up and $24 for every 15 minutes of work they do. Charles, and they're not this is bringing any parts. Normal civilians like me who can't do anything feel about every tradesperson on earth. It's, and yeah. you're so lucky because you can do so much yourself. It's true. It, Everybody's it, it, getting ripped off all day long. So that's, so that's, that's, a, so, so this is where the story goes. Last night, we have all this stuff now. I've cleaned it off. It's soaking wet and I've got it in a bag and we don't have a washing machine. Luckily, my parents live about five minutes away. They go down south for the winter. I know that I can go over there. I've got some paperwork to do on our family computer anyways. Paperwork. So I go over there to do the wash. I'm oh, which man. category is paperwork in? Paperwork is uh, Babysitter. the important category. <laughs> so I get out of there to go do laundry, and my friend calls me who also lives like two doors down, and he's got water coming from one of his pot lights. And this is the type of... If you listen to this, my friend, I'm sorry, but you are one of the type of people that when water's coming out of your pot lights, it might as well just be... Like the hardest thing in the world. Would you guys know what to do? Yeah, uh, turn, turn off the water. Down. Well, Loud. that's a good start, but throw a Molotov cocktail through my own. A window. lot of times, if water's just dripping from a pot light, uh, it's not like an active leak. It's something that's happened inside the walls, and it's kind of veered its way over there. Anyway, so again, I would light my house on fire. Charmers, so it's like a insurance. room full of civilians. That's game over for any of us. So it's like midnight. I don't I, even really know what a pot light is. I a actually think calling is you is a pretty good move. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, it was genius. I mean, I, all my friends call me every time something happens like this, right? And I can't help myself. With call them like, for you a know podcast what? studio turn about two your, years ago. <laughs> turn off your water and call your insurance company. I just can't bring myself to say that. So I go over and check it out just so I can like help. Uh, I get there and he's got like a coffered ceiling with like crown buildings in it. So it's just like a four by four foot section. And this, I pull out the, I pull out the pot light and I'm reaching in there and I feel the ceiling and it's dropped about an inch (laughs) and I go, Oh my God, get me a bucket and a knife. (laughs) It gives me a bucket. I stab a hole in the drywall and I'm telling you, you know, like a Corona bucket that you get from like full of Corona. Oh yeah. From Corona. Filled up eight of them. I just sat there one after another. This, the water was full in there right below his master bath. Basically, what he had done was he had had a bath and like the most unnormal human being in the world didn't drain it right afterwards. So the seal on the drain had been gone. So when he came back like six hours later, the bath was half full, <laughs> but it was still. So, so, it, so he drains the, if he drains his bath, avoided. Yeah. Not as much water. So he's a lake like drainer. Leave. So like when they put a drain into a tub, it clamps onto the tub. I wouldn't trust from a bottom lake drainer. Top and has a gasket on both sides. And these stop the water from going in. Well, his gasket clearly has given way. He blew so a gasket. It, as long as water's sitting on there, it's going to be dripping. We fill this whole ceiling with half of a tub. Oh, my God. So, yeah. So, it was uh, 
<laughs> it was quite the night I had last night. And now all I'm thinking about is how sick I'm going to be yeah. in like the next three days. Chalmers is going to Yeah, what the fuck are we even talking about? Chalmers and my stomach hurts right now. I'm yeah, it will fuck. fuck. Well, then, yeah. So uh, stay away from us. I'm glad I'm We're about to share. Uh, well, thankfully, I'm on a separate flight, I guess. I'm the only one flying. You're going to burn this microphone. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're flying to Toronto, and we have a bus taking us from Toronto to Buffalo. We do. And that is where patient zero over a here is going to infect the a bunch. A 28 person. Thank God you got the one with the bathroom. We got a 28 person bus for eight of us. Yeah. Some would say that's <laughs> overkill. Have Some you would just say that's Tom Lux life. Have you figured out how to get Jay through a table? To get Jay. Don't worry. Jay's going to find Jay's his own way to get through a, way through a table. If I, we, if there is a table, I, and, and, and there's a, there's an opportunity. What I'm I, taking it. What I want to know is, has he learned from the amount of videos that we've been sending and that everybody's been posting on how not to get hurt going through this table? Because well, first, the first, the, the key, the one thing I'm seeing from the fails is land on the table. That's yeah, so some people, some people are slipping, right? Yeah. When you push off, you know, make yeah. sure you got a good footing. Yeah. You know, have an accurate launch, too. Yeah. Try to hit the table <laughs> yeah. is number one. I've got Let's some inertia. I've got fire. some inertia. I'm 220 pounds, so I got to plug that into the calculations of how much drop do I need to hit the right velocity at that mass to break said black or black um, plastic folded table, folding table. So is this confirmed? You're jumping through a table. Well, it's. It, I'm saying it's. 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 If if the opportunity presents itself, <laughs> I will do it. We'll make the opportunity present itself. Well, that's exactly. That's your homework. So this is going to be a fun Saturday out there too. We've got. Uh, we've got like a lot of hockey games to watch. We've got. We we've kind of Big adopted. We've adopted a college football team, which is a weird thing. When we were in uh, Scottsdale, yeah, we went to an Iowa Hawkeyes bar, and it was probably one of our top three experiences on one of these trips was, oh was yeah watching the game with these people just they and had anytime they scored people. a touchdown every time they, <laughs> every time they scored a touchdown everyone in the bar got a shot yeah and the game was like 11 in the morning so it's like noon and you're just like on another planet so we've been watching those games so we have a, we have an iowa hawkeyes game and now we've actually befriended we've a bunch of iowa game. people when we went to kansas city and whatnot no. so i was stuck with us and i was the saskatchewan of of the state so it resonates with me a lot and all the people are just salt of the earth so we've had a lot of good times doing that so yeah saturday sports day yeah and then sunday football game and then yeah. monday die day and that's the what the good thing about the 28 pan bus for the eight people back is we're all going to get like three or four seats to sleep in you know what i like about this podcast <clears throat> that we talk about whatever the fuck we want basically the last five minutes could be a phone call between you two about your fucking vacation <laughs> and you're like you know what i think all 13 listeners want to hear about this they do maybe want to hear about maybe like a they'd like trip. to read your fucking grocery list on the podcast. Well, we My weren't we that. weren't talking about planning for a trip. We were telling people what we were going to do on our trip. Yeah. And there's going to be some incriminating photos of each other. I'm sure that we're going to share through Nation Real Life because I was given yeah. the I was given the password to the social media account. So I'm going to make sure I'm spying on Chalmers any chance I have. Chalmers, can you take the Nation Real Life Instagram and log into it on this trip? And I, I I can. I'm logged into it as we speak. Can you take a bunch of content? Mm-hmm. Sure. And be like, mm, I took the listeners with me. Yeah, so you know what? Know. I don't like, though, we're we're setting the stage. Don't Yo. do that. That Those hidden photo things where you like get somebody doing something. I do that? You did it when I was at the Oilers game and I was walking past you guys ignoring well, you. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so so that's, that's just good detective work. So hold work. on. So you're mad about the time we took photos of you down below ignoring yeah, us? You, you yeah. You're us. mad at us? Actively ditching yes. us and we caught you in the crime. Yes. Yeah. No, no. I will not stop that style of photos. But I will, if it's anything incriminating, I will not. If our Insta stories was like a running thing at Nation Real Life, if you can follow the Insta stories this weekend yes. and feel like you're on the trip, 
that would be maybe I understand why you just talked exactly. about that. Exactly. Hey, we I can do that. it. I can do it. Yeah, we can. We're do gonna that. do it. Well, we're not gonna get too aggressive to bore people to death. If you fall through a table, I want to see, see it, it on the fucking Insta. Somebody's got to show me how to do the stories. I've never done a story. I will teach you. Okay, boomer. It's pretty easy. Yeah, boomer. Chill out, boomer. Boomers, boomers. boomers catchy catching like. It's catching some uh, momentum, I'm feeling like. We have I a men's league hockey game tonight, and I best believe I'm calling someone a boomer. <laughs> boomer has already gone, in my world, from funny to now something old people think is funny, so I'm done with it. Oh, it's uh, Facebook. Yeah, it's yeah, Facebook. But it's got Facebook talk yet, so I can't really trust you I saying that. I feel like, spirit-wise, you're the oldest man in this room. Yes. That's actually a fantastic <laughs> yeah. point. Yeah. yeah, my old grandpa, your <laughs> Amtrak over there. Uh, of course, we wouldn't have a podcast without our good friends at Jappa. So we should give them a little bit of love. As, whoa, Wanya hey, drops his phone. Can Jappa fix oh, Wanya's phone? Cracked? No, no, okay. No, no. no crack at all. Is that the newest iPhone? Was that during a Jappa? Yes. Was that during a Jappa ad? That, that was there? during a okay, Jappa three, ad. Two, hey, you know what? <laughs> if that was a Jappa product that yeah. you had dropped and broken, warranty. their 90-day powertrain warranty would have covered it right up. Jappa also wants to remind everyone that they're very proud to be Alberta built, Alberta operated, <laughs> and Alberta grown. Thank you, Jappa. Thank God you're here. You're doing a pro ad read, and I'm whipping my phone against the wall. <laughs> Don't forget as well, thing, huh? season ending no, no. sale, all that good stuff. Still on it, Jappa. Now we can talk about you, Wanye's phone. There's yeah, a screen, he, he, there's he looked, a screen on her. He looked okay. at his phone. That's yeah. why he got, grabbed it. And he triple pumped. pumped. Triple pumped. What, yeah. is, that, is that shareable? I, everything is shareable. Oh, all right. What was Remember the triple pump? We're having a meeting today. We're having a River Valley County meeting. We want to buy a piece of land. From yes. a guy. Yes. I've been sweating this motherfucker for four years. Yes. Hasn't answered a text message of mine in two years. Oh, is this the tooth? The tooth? Yeah. Oh, excellent. He just messaged me. This guy lives in another country. We, we were talking about trying to buy this dude's Yeah, lot. you told me about this guy. Two hours ago, he just messaged me. I would like to talk to you about you buying that house off me now. Thank you, bye, and then put his name, because that's how old people text. Do you think that's he listens news. to the podcast? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Finally. That's amazing news. That's really it good. It is so hard to buy something from somebody who doesn't want to sell it. It's funny how it <laughs> works because you tell me about projects. You tell me about things that you're doing. And like a lot of people, you've told me, you told me about that must have been six to eight months ago. And like a lot of people, when they get the door slammed on their face or they don't get a rebuttal, like they just kind of, they let it go and they move on to something else. But you have a pretty good ability to be able to like keep 30 things going. <laughs> like I've noticed the that. top of a stove. There's yeah. 30 elements. They're all on one out of 10. And they're yeah. just all very tepid. Yeah. Well, if there's well, one thing good. I've learned, persistency is key. One thing that I find kind of challenging is that generally speaking, if you're trying to like do deals or build technology, you're like two years out at all times. Right. And real estate, I don't know how the hell you guys in construction do it. We've owned like this lot down the street from little brick. We've owned it for two years. Oh, yeah, more. I've been, yeah. like, so excited about this thing for two years. I've told everybody I probably toured 50 people through an empty lot because there was nothing to look at. Now we're maybe four months into construction. Yeah. I check on it three times a day <laughs> if it's done. And just, and just because we have not done a building update, I feel, and I drove past it today, mm -hmm. and I feel like I got a comment on the fact that this summer and fall have been some of the worst for building because... Mm. Usually in the summertime, you can have some dry time to move dirt, to, you know, have clean sites. And guys expect that in October and November that the ground will freeze and that they will be able to walk around at some point, you know, with a snowpack or something. It is just constantly wet. Oh. Like, your guys are Same. moving dirt right now with a track cat, like a, like a skid steer. And it is, like, it's, ni it's nice that they're being able to do that in the mid-November, but it's just sopping wet like it's ridiculous and i've never lived through anything like this in my is that right years no i've never seen it 
be this wet and this hard to do things that need dry earth or even frozen. Like guys that are doing just like exterior work right now, they're just they're just mud bogging. It's oh. it's it's constant. It's it's like, and it's and I don't know if you've ever worked in the mud before for a full day. It is it, it, no, but it is no. Yeah. stock ninety nine. Obviously, oh. yeah. Remember break stuff? That was amazing. It is some stuff. of the most mentally obviously chalmers have done some of the most manual labor you can imagine, including so just, but not limited to digging. So just picture six mudding, hours lifting. Uh, if you've ever walked through dirt and dirt's just constantly sticking to your shoes and you're having to kick it off, yeah. Imagine doing wa- that for six hours for five straight days. Like it's mentally taxing. It's it's depressing. It fucking sucks. Guys are feeling it out there, and I feel bad. It's for like them. construction in Vancouver. Yeah. Oh, Always. yeah. So they're digging through the parking lot of the building, and they found a whole other building foundation. And I've got photos of the building site from 1930-something. There's nothing on that side of the lot. So they found, like, a house from, like, 1850. Ooh, cool. Well, yes and no. I mean, not cool. I mean, it was from 1950-something. <laughs> no, no, no. All good. All good. No, no bones. <laughs> it was not a dino- dinosaur house. They had house. to go and get a whole bunch of, like, aggregate and dump it into the trench because they were putting in a transformer. Yeah. Not the cool kind. Not a bumblebee? No. Shitty. Bunny. The kind that cost too much money for what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. And then they had to dump a bunch of stuff in, and then they had to dump more. So that guy was the third phase of dumping in. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be the second Transformer we bought this year. Who can say that? Not me. You're, of course, the best customers right now. eh? (laughs) Buddy, you want to hear a story about nothing? We're having a podcast. My neighbor. I've got a neighbor. Bless his heart. I don't know what he thinks I do for a living, but he doesn't have much faith that I'm contributing to society. And he comes over, bangs the door. He's like, dude, this will be the third year in a row. Your air conditioning is on. And I'm like, what? And he's like, your air conditioning is on. I guess this happened in years past. I don't know. I'm like, oh. What do I do? And he's like, what? And he came what? into the house and went to the thermostat okay. new, and changed the system from cool to heat. New business alert. How to how to winterize your house. I, I listened to your thing. You did a thing about it. bitching about your hose. Yeah. Remember that thing Same. you did? I'm not bitching that, about it. No, no. I went and did it after you said it. Yeah. I wouldn't have done that otherwise. I probably would have blown out the side of my house. Bitching about your hose? Yeah. Well, I've so you got to remove, remove your hose. <laughs> Is that the name of your pimp podcast? What? Yeah. That's oh, my, my construction hose, bib. <laughs> gotcha. No, so, I just think that in the like when it transport, like if you own a trailer, that thing comes with a manual as to how to winterize it, and you have to do things right, or your lines will freeze, and your trailer will be in the like you know in the shop, and insurance will have to cover shit. Huh? Well, houses don't come with that. They don't, Chalmers. It's very get, confusing. I know. And so I I built one for my customers. Like I give mm. my customers one because I need them to know how to a maintain their furnaces. You know. B maintain their air conditioners every every winter. How about maintain their hot or their bathtubs? Their bathtubs. Don't yeah, even right. start if you blow you a can do about that, man. I mean, yeah. if you silicone something and there is a small pinhole, you got yourself an issue. And oh, easily you got an issue. Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> I think it's something. Duh. I think it's something that's funny. There's probably a lot of people just like you that don't. Realize. There aren't a lot of people that are as dumb as I am <laughs> when it comes to this shit. Like the doctor next door is like, if I have to tell you if one I, more time, if I heard like, my neighbor's you went to medical school and I didn't have to. If I heard my neighbor's air conditioning going in November, I would definitely. Be Apparently, last it. winter it was on all winter. <laughs> Why, how cold do you keep your fucking house? It doesn't feel cold keep to me, it, man. Keep it defrost. Jesus, I don't know. What I need is an adult nanny. <laughs> you do. Who can come in? I got the cleaning lady. So what would the business be called? Cleaning lady gold. She got that locked down. The house looks good. She even does the groceries. Yeah. So I don't have to do that. Oh, anymore. that's nice. I know. That's real. You nice. have someone to buy your groceries and clean. Yeah. Wow. One hour. All cost me one hour for her. She's like, I'll do it when I go to the grocery store and I'll bring it over here afterwards. Oh. Okay. So like, do you amazing. give her a list every week? Or no, does- she knows. 
No, she doesn't know. What, she you knows. never change your mind. Oh, you just yeah, that yeah, I think you can establish a rhythm. She like knows. That. Yeah, it just yeah, needs yeah. a man. Life small pure like like pleasures is going to the grocery store. Say what? I I gotta really? go up every no, grocery no. store. I go every up and down every aisle. Mm-hmm. If my wife, we're going in for like ten things. No. I do not let it hurt. Pat no, pass yeah. I need to. Go, I want to be like cribs. I want to go. I want all the labels facing me and be like, "Oh, look at my fridge! I got a whole lot of Sunny D." You know the thing. I. I. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I thought you were done. No, 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 no. What I need is somebody for the thermostat and yeah. the hose <laughs> the flanging and yes. all that adult shit. I don't know, man. I had to replace two toilets so far this you year. Know how many people's humidifiers don't work and they have no idea why? This I don't know how to two... change a furnace filter. Yeah. If someone's going to come do that, that would be fantastic. So all winter, humidifiers don't like or, or run, but in the summer, they don't normally run, right? right. There's a small solenoid. Well, what a humidifier is, is it puts water through a humidifier and no, no, as yeah, the yeah. air is going through your house, it Steam collects right. the water and it keeps the humidity up in your sure. house. It helps for your hardwood. Yeah. It helps for everything. Everything needs moisture. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Same. Not too much, though. You <laughs> can't too have much. too much. Nope. Then you get mold. <laughs> so in the winter, you're such an idiot. So in the winter, in the winter, it's very dry, obviously. So we need our humidifiers. We need it. Well, all have summer, they winter. don't kick in. And there's all it is is this little tiny solenoid that, that when it gets the power and gets told it needs water, it just opens and water goes in. These things seize up on like a seasonal basis. And if people don't notice, they're getting no humidity. And they wonder why they get like dry noses and shit. It's like so, a $60 part. So I have an older house and in the basement, uh, I didn't even know this thing. We were fighting humidity. So we had to get a dehumidifier. Yeah. That thing, fuck, that thing blew my mind. You plug this thing into the wall and... Two hours later, you pull out this thing that's got like five liters of water in oh, it yeah. that you're emptying out every day. And you what? walk that across the other side and of the room, pour it in the humidifier. Yeah, so you got yourself a nice steam room. Going, that's going an economy. Through, that's an ecosystem. It's going through filters. But my real question is, have you figured out why you're getting so much humidity? Like I said, I prefaced it with it's an older house. In the past, you yeah, wanted to have a humid basement. basement. It's all good. 1930, you paid extra for nah, a humid Your humidity basement. then is so like you're, you're, you're grabbing some cold, some thermal breaks, we call them. Oh, yeah. Cold coming in. Our, the hot air is. So this house was built in 1924. I don't think it has a thread of insulation in it. Your uh, <laughs> Chuck, do you live on your own? Our, nah. Our, is that you, why you're zoning yeah, out you, you, hardcore? You, yeah. You, you, do you want to be scared with some some real life shit? Dude. Look at nah. the audio signal. Coming look, out at, of, look at the lines. It looks like we've been yelling the whole time. Oh, we've been talking about It's been constant. No, that's just humidity. what a good producer's got our, going. Our power oh. and heat bill or whatever, the heat portion goes from like. Well, obviously in the summer it's zero, but it's five hundred dollars a month for a, like a fourteen hundred square foot house. Wow. Is your air conditioning on? Mine was <laughs> coming out of high school. There should be a course in high school. There should be a course called house management. I almost want to invite you to my house and just so you can tell me. All I, I walk around. I'd probably find five to ten important things I'd need. I'd want to fix right now. <laughs> we could call it house dad, and house dad will come to your house and do all the stuff your dad did when you were a kid. But you don't know how to do it because your dad did it. See, but he never taught you how to do it because yeah. he was a control freak like <laughs> you are, Chalmers. And it would kind of be like a home inspection, but it wouldn't be he wouldn't with snitch. like a 75. He'd fix it all. Right. I He'd be like, it. hey, I'm the fucking dad. Why is the air conditioning on outside? And I'd be like, <laughs> yeah. I didn't touch it, dad. And I would blame it on my sister who is not present in this conversation. That's I'd, what I would need. i teach you how to use House dad. Too. Chalmers. There's Chalmers. a lot of us millennial types. Yes, you can. Yes. That don't know what I we're agree. doing. Chalmers is nice enough in our in our group chat that like anytime it's like the first freeze of the winter, 
he'll message all of us to make sure that all of our hoses are disconnected. That's what, that's what he did on that's Insta. What that's what I, about. I did because yeah. of his Instagram. Uh, because so. do you know how many in the springtime? So According to your Instagram, this is very common. Oh, it's so common because people don't know what's happening. What happens mm. is a hose bib. Like we're is talking like, about the garden hose. We're talking about a garden hose. Okay. So w- the part that you see outside the house is just called a hose bib. But inside the house, it's got a one foot copper tube. And at the very back in the most interior portion of this tube in your house, it's got, that's where the valve is. It allows, and it's, and it's, it's, it drains it so that when you shut your hose off in the one foot of copper line, it drains the water out. So there's no water sitting in there because between the first foot of your house, if it's bad insulation, that area can freeze. It can, cold air can get it's into those areas. It's going to happen if your insulation is 1924. But if you leave your oh. hose connected to the bib, it blocks the water in there. The, the pressure keeps so, the water So, sorry, in. are we talking about the pimp show again, or are we talking about house stuff? Yeah, we are talking about Don't house stuff. Don't block your hose. Okay. And so, what happens is, is you get, even if you take that thing off after it's already frozen in the one foot of copper tube, you don't notice that there is an active hole in that thing until in the spring, when you go outside and you put your sprinkler on for the first time, you turn that on, now the water comes past the hole, out the hose bib, and floods your basement. I get five calls every spring of people whose basements have flooded. So you'd be proud of, of me that without even you texting me, I you did took it. my hose off. Yeah. I, I am very proud of you. Yeah. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm our just, listeners uh, that are that are listening right now can tweet us, find us on Instagram, and show us pictures of them. There are no their hoses. If you yes, need any house they, life hacks yeah. or pre- yeah. sorry, remember when you said you're going to do construction house. updates all the time? That was going to be your thing. You didn't do any ever again. <laughs> now I'm just doing them all in one show. <laughs> <laughs> We've spent close to 35 minutes just discussing. What do you this. guys want to know about um, the difference between 32 MPA concrete and uh, non? <laughs> Never mind. Oh boy. Yeah. And and I'm rewinding in my head. That all started with talking about the building down the street and you going you never do any updates about the building than talking about <laughs> oh. bib hoses well yeah we, we, hey listen we've all had ideas we, we haven't kept it 100 in about yeah you oh, still have episodes. the word irish butter written and taped yeah. to your yeah. laptop it's the true. words irish butter haven't fallen out of your mouth in five months i know it's it, it, it's too late but I, I did like keeping it 100. That was good. That was fun. That was good. Keep it 100 right now, Chalmers. What do you got? Yeah, if you're going to keep it 100. I'd like to keep it 100. Uh-huh. Right. Christmas decorations. Oh, uh-huh. I fucking love them. And oh. I love... Yes. <laughs> Whoa. Wow, Whoa. No plot twist. Whoa. I love them. Yeah. Hold up. I want to walk in right... But not until the day after Remembrance Day. November 1st is too early, okay? Agreed. Give, Still grieving Give Remembrance Halloween. Day and give the veterans their respect. Mm-hmm. And between the 1st and the 11th, don't do any Christmas shit. You but people. on the eleventh, on the twelfth, take your poppy off, put it on the shelf, say, I love you guys, but it is fucking nog time. Pour yourself a rum and eggnog, uh. get your Christmas decorations out, and fuck light this city up. That's uh, you know what I really love is like the Canadian tire commercials, they're trying to pull at some serious heartstrings, and I'm loving every minute of it. So with the Chateau Chalmers, you guys are all decked out already? No, it's a huge problem in our house too. Mm. Um, why? Oh. Why are we so well, with two kids in hockey, our weekends are very busy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for instance, this week, the kids are going to Disney on ice tomorrow night. Tonight, they have swimming. Wow. Wednesday, Thursday night, they have uh, they have something. But then, fr- I, I don't know when we're going to do this. Chalmers is booked to be drunk in his own garage four <laughs> nights a week. Yeah. I've, been, too, I've yeah. been literally meaning to bring it up. For, <laughs> you're you're like, still on dog time. Yeah. I know. And like the Kirkland nog that you don't even have to pour, like you don't even have to like mix. It's the greatest thing in the world. If you guys haven't gone to Costco and bought the Kirkland ready mix, like pre-mix eggnog and rum, it's I'm not a big eggnog guy. Oh, God. I'm not even the last 
Tyler Shocker. Fun, no. The no, last time I was in a Costco was pre Willennium. Yeah, really? That's our measure well time. You know? That's yes, the yeah. Will 2J. Yeah, yeah. And right. The Costco liquor store also RP has really provided me with another big problem. Is they, there a rumor that Grey Goose is Kirkland vodka? There's absolutely a rumor. Yeah, I guarantee that stuff. Okay, go on. Well, so I buy the Alberta premiums <laughs> in a 40. Yep. And they are a very good price. <laughs> well, Alberta they, premium. Alberta, I love Alberta you. premium. It's not, it, it may be one of the cheaper ones. Are you drinking secretly have, in your truck? Alberta premium. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It is not the classiest of stuff. But I've drank in Canadian Club. I've drank in Seagram's. I've drank in Weiser's. I've drank in Crown Royal. I'm telling you, I have a taste for the Alberta premiums. Hey, respects. And... They would only sell 40s at the Costco liquor store. Great deal. This well, is no longer okay. your fault how drunk you They got. haven't changed a single stock item at a Costco liquor store in probably four years, except they went to 60s of Alberta Premium. And do you know what that's doing to the consumption? You're getting a third at the Chalmers house? Through the roof. Oh. This isn't a Costco so, problem. This yeah, is the why, you why, problem. Why does this increase yeah. the consumption? Because you still want to buy at the same frequency. Therefore, you have to drink more in between shops. Do you go like no. every Friday and pick one up and be like, well, better finish the old oh, yeah. one first. Only Friday. No, this is like a like a, what my son's problem is with his Halloween candy. The more He's he so has, drunk. the more he eats. Oh. Uh, the more I have, the more I want. That's why I don't keep too many cookies in the house because I crush them. That's why when I go to get meth, it's only one bowl yeah, full. Yeah, just a dose. <laughs> just a taste. Bowl full. Yeah. Bowl full. I've never bought meth. I don't think they call it bowl That's fulls. the increment. You don't go and buy an ounce. One Hello, meth way. friend. One bowl, please. One crack rock, please. So one sir. unit of meth. Not to mention when you're walking into the house with your bottle of rye for the for the month. Morning. Um, <laughs> it doesn't look great when you have a 60. It just feels weird. Do your kids ask you questions? Or do they like, Mommy, why Dad, is... Dad, why is the bottle so big? Well, if by asking me questions is the question of every time they ask me if I if if they can have a sip of my drink if it has alcohol in it, then yeah, I guess that's a, that's a question. Is the an- No oh, son, yeah. it's eleven in the morning. <laughs> of course. No, son. Now hop out and go to school. I'm not sitting in the parking lot any longer. Any questions you ask Chalmers after the halfway mark of the bottle, the answer starts with, because the government. (laughs) Yeah. No, no, no. They don't. They don't ask. This is kind of the Chalmers episode. We're getting a lot of Chalmers talk. I'm fired up, you know, because I'm not going to be here on Monday. Yeah. And I feel oh, like you're getting all your hot takes oh, I mean, in one show. We're Tuesday. Yeah. We were doing this, yeah, on, we Tuesday. Do this on Tuesday, Chalmers. Oh, yeah. I'll Today's tell you Tuesday. one thing. I'm going to be hurting unit. I'll be cloudy. Mm-hmm. I guarantee I won't have a voice. I oh, always, that is! I'm like so gravity. Jealous. I might literally not voice. be here on Tuesday if I don't. If I can, I speak. almost insist you should be here if you've lost your voice. People need to feel and hear your pain. Yeah. Two days, I lose my voice. I'm jealous. You guys are getting to see my Buffalo Bills live in action. I'm so jealous. And they're like having a good season. Oh like, my god! One of the best starts in like almost 30 years, man. It's amazing. I'm but, excited to see Devin Singletary and John Brown. These are two. Uh, oh yeah. man! You should be excited to watch first guy. What was his name? Devin Singletary. Oh, oh, oh. He's a running back. Oh, I know. Don't tell me. Strap your running back. Trust me. My only concern with the game is that these are two really strong defenses. It's going to be pretty low scoring, I think. No, I just wait until Josh Allen lights him the fuck up. Oh, yeah. Tony I love Allen. Dave Allen. Yeah. Dave. Keenan. Allen. Josh oh, Manson. Football player. Uh, I, wanna, I just want to see Gardner Minshew. Are you going to call him Gardner. a bum? He's Jay, not playing. Jay, Jay, no, he's not. But I just want to see him. I just want to see Wait, him. Wait, are person. you from an alternate timeline? Do you even line? know like, who, who you're going? Are you do you know about? who you're going to watch play this Sunday? Yeah, the Jacksonville Jaguars. No, you're watching Denver the Buffalo Broncos. Bills and the Denver Broncos, man. <laughs> No, yeah, I guess. Oh, no way. Terry Pendleton won't be playing. I was under the assumption that... Hell of a third for, baseman. Yeah. John Elway's playing. Denver Broncos oh. suck. Yeah, yeah, but their defense is legit. Yeah. 
Anyways, anyways, um, follow us on Nation Real Life. I'll make sure I. I'm gonna make get a sure video. Extra incriminating. Okay. I'm gonna get a video because Jay has just one thing. He does. <sighs> he does this thing where he chirps the other team, but all he yells is, "Hey, Philip, you're a bum." And it's like for some reason the funniest thing in the world. Or you'll yeah. be saying it to Philip Lindsay. But it was no, Philip, no, it was Philip Philip Rivers. Rivers. No, I'll be saying it to who's their QB now? Joe Philip Morris. Philip Rivers in this. Uh, yeah, yeah, Joe Flacco's not their QB. I'd He's be calling him Joseph. Well, then the other guy. The, um, the other guy. Yeah. Anyways, Chalmers, we have 19 minutes left. This was the big story I wanted to get to today. Yeah. Oh, well, the intro's over. <laughs> <laughs> Hockey Canada, no longer Adam Novice, Pee Wee, Bantam, Midget. It is now what it should be, U9, U11, all the under whatever age it is. Okay, so. What it should be. Here's my thing. What, who, what, what should anything be? When Tim Hortons took over hockey, when yeah. they started to. They changed what would probably have been my favorite division of all time, Tom Thumb, to Discovery and Timbits. Yep. And I said how to the myself, "How do they order that? Yeah. How Tom, do they make that happen? Because they sponsored. I mean, they they what, do. They it. contacted they, White Mud West and said, "We yeah. insist that you're Tom." They, they sponsor all the hockey. They like sponsor they, everything. They, they, like, they, did, they did it. We got all right. new jerseys uh, because of other sponsors, but like in in when you think of the amount of kids that are playing senior, junior Timbits and Discovery. That's a lot of jerseys. That's a lot of socks. So if you everybody gets a Tim Horton something, something everybody. Wow. And then for yeah. all for during the jamborees, there's usually <laughs> jamborees. Yeah, so they have a winter Those are and now like a called, Christmas jamboree. Uh, adult Tim Horton snack wraps. Yeah. They <laughs> give they supply huge amounts of like Timbits, gift cards, big things of coffee for every single game. We're every talking a whole kid. weekend of games. It's it's amazing. What Timbits does is amazing. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't like too mad that they renamed Tom Thumb, even though I love the name of Tom Thumb. It's cute. I love I the like name it. of Novice, Adam, Peewee, and Bantam. I do. I can understand how Midget yeah. would be considered offensive. Oh, it's my outdated. God. It's outdated. It's outdated. But to change them all. Listen, to change them all. If they change it or don't change Midget, I'm for that's either way. fine. Call it anything it else. Yeah. Call it anything else. We're talking about 16, 50, 16 and 17-year-olds here. Yeah. Call it Anything the fuck you want. But <laughs> Call the it, you're not making it. Call soccer, it Chipotle <laughs> snack wrap. Soccer and baseball are all U7, U9, U11. Yeah. It's it's not that it's confusing. It's I know what age the kids are, but it's just I knew hockey, what these names meant. But you We've did, not it. other people who are new to the sport. Like, this just makes so much sense. Call it by the age that the kids are. But this Tyler, is a tradition. I got a question. When we were kids, this is a oh. part of hockey. This no, it's not. Oh, Tyler, do, what do you mean do you, it's not? Do you not like Canada? Mm. Do you not like Just the so, things yeah, that make Canadians unique? Part of Canadian this has hockey. nothing to do with any of yes, that. Of it's course. the level of hockey for the no, kids. But this is part of Canadiana. Do you call it two cabini? Like, this is how we address hockey. This is culture. It's Canadian this is how we call culture. It was the quirky thing we had as Canadians. So when you go to the States, you say, yeah, my, 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 my son's playing novice tier two. The fact they didn't know that, great. That's something we had over them. That's something we had over the whole hockey community that made Canada unique. And that and that's it's taken away a piece of our identity, a piece of our culture. That's what that means to me. I get U9, U11. U, yeah, it fucking makes sense. And that's U5, what everyone else 7, does. One. But like... Yeah, no, we get it. This is, like, this, it this is Canadian culture. And you just learn it and understand it. It's the most important thing to most kids. Like, it's playing hockey. And... The divisions were just something that was that that differentiated it between everything else. And I, when I was a kid, I loved the fact that they were named this. If I was in U seven, U eight, what am I saying? Oh, I'm I'm first year U nine. 
So I'm eight. Under like, nine, you say. I'm playing in the U9 division. John no, they're first and second year. That, that's good? the thing. There's first year sound? novice. There's second year novice. There's first year Adam. There's second year It's now. like when they changed all the NHL divisions and conferences over. Were you pissed then too? No. You probably were. What happened to the Prince of Wales? Conference? This is the way it was. They're it's not tradition. honoring Prince Charles. You know enough. what? No, but yeah, this is one of those things that is tradition. How many traditions do we have? Tons. The sport of hockey in general is enough of a tradition. Yeah, so playing on an outdoor take. Playing on an outdoor rink in the middle of winter. That's tradition. Watching Hockey Night in Canada on Saturdays. Watching the World Juniors on Boxing Day. Those are traditions. Not calling a level of hockey for nine-year-olds novice. That's not tradition. So That's just being stuck in your ways. So oh. if they change the name of the outdoor rink to an exterior ice slab, would you be a... Uh, up in arms? No, because you'd still go there and play hockey. They wouldn't be like, well, now you have to play ringette with your sticks upside down and all this. Like, no, that wouldn't change. Changing the divisions doesn't change anything about what these kids are doing. But what it does exactly. is... But, but, but it, it changes but it, but it, what it meant to me as a kid to play Tom Thumb, to play novice, it, to play peewee, to play I, bantam. It shouldn't. But for, it does. For it me, just it's does. a cultural it's thing. That's just what, in Canada, we called these levels in of, of hockey taking things away from me and they're just well that's the thing it's just like why why give it away like that was that was one of our things like we call toques beanies or sorry we call beanies toques that seems confusing even you're getting confused well because i'm fucking yeah, he has a mustache but like do you, like i think it's cool when i go to the states i'm like oh can i get a toque and they're like what the hell is that and i think i like that that's a that's a cool neat thing of being canadian is we have certain different like names for certain things in a small like element of our culture and it gives us some identity. I just, I just don't like that they just took it away and just now put you in a number. Did like, you play youth there's hockey? There's nothing there. Yeah, I played youth hockey from when I was four until so I was you're eighteen. Not from U five to U twenty. I'm nostalgic about playing the sport, going on tournaments, being with, making the friends that I'm still friends yeah. with now, like all that stuff. I'm not nostalgic. I'm like, ah, I remember when I could say I played Bantam first year. No, yeah. that doesn't fucking matter at all in any way, so, shape, or form. So when I tell my son, to do with the when I tell my kids I played Bantam AAA, they're going to go, what the fuck does that mean? What'd you, you play? I'm like, you, why are you, you swearing at me, Luke? U16 AAA? That doesn't have a ring you, to it. Bantam yeah. I'm like, why are you picking Bantam holes and stuff? AA? I got to say, I'm with Tyler. I could not. I played all the way up until whatever, and I could not give two. But I just, like I say, you're taking away a piece of. Canadiana, you sound what, like you sound like it. a get off my lawn right now, no, like no, no, you no, damn I, kids. That's I, what I don't care. Like it's it's like I said, it's just it's just something that was a Canadian term that's been taken. You want to talk that's about Jessica, do you want to talk about Jessica Allen? No, Jessica <laughs> Alba, Jessica Allen, the lady that went on the CTV's the soup. No, no my no, uh, no, no. Is that what it's called? The I mean, soup. We've dealt with the mob enough, Chalmers. So yeah. you weren't around with that shit. So no, yeah. Oh, you did do a whole thing. Oh no, we had a whole thing. Yeah, it's. Um, but anyways, okay. I think the naming, like for people who want to get into the sport now, it's like, a, you know what? It's easier to understand. You break down one less little barrier if you want to call so it that. So don't call it coffee a double-double. It's two cream, two sugar. If you're oh. not a Tim Hortons. If you're not it's, a Tim Hortons. It's that logic, right? Respect. But it's that logic. All the cars now, Chalmers, are white, like I'm with black, you. or gray. I, I understand. <laughs> Have you noticed? How, oh, yeah. I just, I just understand. Like, I, I get... You know your point, but I'm just saying. As, as someone, I don't get it. Well, no, I I, I, I get, get it. it. Just like everyone, everyone else is doing it. It just makes sense. But I'm saying this is just something we did in Canada. I just yeah, but, care that they changed the banner of my midget double A provincial champions. Congratulations! Thank you, Morville Minor Hockey. It better say Little People Minor or Provincial Champions. Thank you. <laughs> Do you want to say U17 Provincial Champions? Sure, I don't care as long as my name's up there. I agree that there are plenty of things that make us, you know, uniquely Canadian and are cool. That's one. Of I them. just don't think the level of youth. 
the naming of the youth hockey levels is. But hockey is so important to Canada. Yeah, and that's not that's changing. That's so not changing. That's, but well, I, well, it's starting well, to change a bit because other sports are becoming yeah, way more popular. But well, and 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 that's well, and there's a few reasons for that, which a is lot might, might lead to the Wanye poll question that I wrote down. Maybe we should talk about. We're not going to get to anything on that list, and you know we ran out of time. Well, I got Wanye. Yeah, we got ten minutes, and I got minor hockey changes. But anyways, that, that's all. That's that's my only and then beef B with it. minor. Okay. I, I get it. Like I I I like I'm, I'm just saying yeah. it's just. Jay loves that. What's clear. that about? B minor. B minor. What's that about? Just just uh, B minor. Don't be major about it. Oh. No, I just thought you were a fan of the chord. No, no. Which well, yeah, so it's just like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm a passionate Canadian, and it's this treble clef that's chord just, of the week. <laughs> that's just to be like, it's like you know, you go to Holland, it's nice, and they call major. Santa yeah. Claus Santa Claus because they speak a different language. <laughs> but, Did you know that Australians but, call? But, but Canadian, like we've got our own variation of the language too. Australians we do. call Adidas Adidas, but Adidas, in Holland they're speaking Dutch. What did you say? Adidas. They call Adidas Adidas in yep. Australia. Oh, yeah. And they call it Nike. Nike. Nike, yeah. Uh, let's get to the one-year poll question. That's a good spot to transition. This podcast is like you had a mic going while we all sat around a table and had different conversations with each other. <laughs> like It is an undecipherable mess. That's why it's the fastest-growing podcast in the land. Yeah. Of all basement podcasts, it's top four. That's pretty good. What's the poll question already? Uh, what is it? It was, your, one, it was the one. Why aren't right the poll? You did, Basically, you the down. poll question is: Why aren't people going to Oilers games? Is it because they hate oh, OEG? Oh, yeah, yeah. Is it because <laughs> the economy sucks? Yeah, or is it just because they the don't poll. like the Oilers? Yeah, I, I, oh yeah. I, I okay. thought I would just have okay. to. There's no way. I, I want to answer this. I'm thinking about that lot. How's your air conditioning machine doing right now? Going year round. The guy wants to sell me something. I'm going to answer the. Here's here's Wanye's poll. It's why are the Oilers not selling out? Economy sucks, bro. Yeah. Option A: Sending a message to OEG. Option B. People like the oil less now. Option C, 3,432 votes on this poll. For real? Yeah, yeah. very engaged. So CJ, I, that's why I don't need to know what I was talking about because 3,400 <laughs> people voted in my poll. So right. I went against everything <laughs> that you wanted and I saw it, Yeah, but I didn't interact with it. Great. So yeah, I'm going to interact with it right now. I forgot to push okay. my... So what was the winning option, Bagmo? The winning option... Whoa, win- let's Chalmers vote first. Okay. Okay, so it's definitely not... It can't be because the Oilers, the people don't like them. Some people it's like a the hard time not to like the Oilers right now. Yep, it's they're but there's some people who've tuned out because of the past. Okay, yeah, or hold on to the past. Like, this city has been incapable of holding the OEG accountable. They're keeping so, them very accountable right now, my man. So, well, my man. I don't think it's on purpose. I believe it's because the economy sucks, bro. And I would have to say that's probably why season tickets are down. Corporations can't afford them. It's probably why there's empty boxes most of the time. Uh, you know yeah. when there never used to be, so uh, yeah, I would probably vote economy sucks, yeah. bro. I think I think the, on the renewal side because that was all happening uh, early summer would be a mixture of uh, economy and sticking it to OEG. But now yeah. I think we, with with how hot the team is and entertaining it is, you would think people would start showing back up, which then reverts it back to an economic thing. So with sixty two percent of the vote. Economy sucks, bro. I think that's even that though. Economy sucks goes hand in hand with they overprice too much of their stuff. Um, like beers being thirteen dollars, I'm actually cool with. Like that's not really an issue because that's pretty standard across a lot of rinks and buildings. Bring and them down, sporting events. Um, but like you yeah, go there, set the tone. If you want to get drunk, if you go there and you want to bring your kids or whatever, and they want to pop in a popcorn, that's going to run you fifteen bucks, right? Like 
for you, Chalmers, that's not like an affordable family activity to do on a regular basis, right? No, like, just going to the Oil Kings game, we got a piece of pizza each. They each got a popcorn. We got a bag of M&Ms. They each got a pop. We got mm-hmm. some waters. I had to get myself some stuff. This you just listed expensive. 80 things you bought. I know, but and like, I know <laughs> no, a lot but, of that isn't the problem. No, it was just happened to be like dinner time, right? Yeah. So like, it was just, you know, we're not going to eat it like two in the afternoon. Right? If I ever have kids, I'm going to convince them that we're astronauts and we have to only eat astronaut food. Nice. So they'll be rolling around the arena and be like, oh, I can't have a popcorn. I have to have astronaut popcorn. Go, go, so I'm a fucking astronaut. They're adding water to shit. Yeah, exactly. I'll be like, remember that's your urine you've recycled. <laughs> we don't even buy water in the future at our house. And I know I know it's not OEG. It's Aramark that sets the prices and blah, 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 that's blah. That's bullshit. That is absolutely. I hate when teams do this. Well, it's n- They're like. They can. They they contract to Aramark. Yeah, they contract to at Aramark. their own term, yeah. at their own discretion. If they set the guy in Atlanta did it. Yeah, and I believe right? Aramark runs that building. They too. do. You could set your prices. They could they could negotiate it better, but at the end of the day, like they can't just right now in the middle of the season. Is my point be like yes, we're they, dropping popcorn half price? Do you remember why did Kate's give us all a free drink? What was that? Remember at the arena a few years back? Oh yeah, opening oh, night. That was uh, after the strike. After the strike. The shortened season, yeah. Everyone got a free beer. Kate bought us all a beer. I framed mine, you know, because it was so amazing. You have discretion. Blaming it on Aramark for the prices being what they are is just a cop-out. You're like like when Ricky Henderson got his very first check ever. It was a signing bonus for a million bucks, and he's framed it and put it on the wall. And didn't cash it. And then the Athletics called him like a year later, and we're like, what did you do with that check? Like, you got to cash that. And he's like, oh, no, I hung it up. <laughs> and they're like, no, dude, you have to cash it. Like, take a photocopy of it and hang that. We have a check that's not a million dollars from the NHL. It's framed it on the wall. I framed lots mm-hmm. of shit. Lots and lots of dumb What's shit. What's the most recent thing you framed? Uh, Roger Rabbit. Well, now that I'm <laughs> put to the fucking... I don't know. I just thought of who framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> I remember you were excited to frame the money Jason Greger owed you. Yeah. And yeah, then, and then I you looked nickels. it up. Then I looked it up. He paid me in nickels. Framing 200 nickels. When he glue a bunch to a piece of cardboard. I, I got, a, I got a, a problem with this nickel this nickel payment for uh, yeah, yeah. None of this is about my poll. They should have done pennies, We did. We, we talked about it. Oh, no. He, I didn't even say anything. He could have literally just e-transferred you $20 fucking dollars. But no, he went no. and got coins. Exactly. Which is work for him. Yes, and exactly. then work for you, Chalmers. And for, Jason Greger's time for ain't what? Cheap. No, it ain't cheap. He sent and for what? So, <laughs> well, now for it like, gives me content where every Thursday I send him a picture of it, and I say, just a reminder, I was right. You should start betting him nickels, <laughs> and then just send one right. nickel to him if he wins. Yeah. So what I'm going to do now is I found some hilarious uh, novelty safes. So I'm going to put Ooh, all nice. my nickels in a safe in a nice little bag. And I'm going to keep that in the office as a reminder of when I was right and Gregor was wrong. And I'm going to send it to him every single Thursday for Throwback Thursday. Excellent. Can I talk about my yeah, poll? Yeah, sorry. Uh, Wanya's poll. Yeah, Wanya's poll. Chalmers, do you mind? <laughs> Say sure. a few words. You got any more housing tips? Yeah, you got any goddamn construction tips that you won't apply to my half-built podcast studio? because the economy's bad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, here's my well thing. <laughs> I've been going to games and I'm looking and it's freaking me out. Mm-hmm. I remember going to games back when I was in junior high and it was in the gross years where there'd be like 8,500 people in the arena and you'd watch sports center as it was called. Yep. And no, it's sports, oh, sports desk. desk. Yes. And it was just like the graphic was a for sale sign with the Oilers logo. And it was people in Toronto shitting on Edmonton being like Edmonton, a city which sucks shit is about to lose a talking team, which is good because everyone in Edmonton can go fuck themselves. It was very, very stressful. And I can remember sitting in games, like trying to will the audience to or crowd to be more because you knew where the team was headed. And we're not there yet, 
But when you look, there is some shockingly empty fucking sections. I think I still have like PTSD from those days where the team was about mm-hmm. to leave. But man, like where we sit up in the corner, those seats we have, yeah. right beside us, I, I'm not even exaggerating, a hundred people in the section tops. There was okay, but- five or six rows that were either completely fucking empty or had like two people in them. And that's one of 10 sections like that. But I don't understand what you mean. Like we're going that, like what you were going in a bad direction. Like this is the one time I've said this, that on a Tuesday in November, I don't want to pack my kids up and take them to a seven o'clock game. I don't even want to go to it myself. Well, right now that's different. If I think that I might be able to go there and watch the, you know, two of the best players in the NHL right now combined for fucking 12 points. Yeah. That's enticing. And that's going to get like, that's, so, so like, then by your like, logic, the, why the, is it empty? Because the team's on an upward trend. If we had a, if we had a, a, a graph here, mm-hmm. you would see team going up and you would see economy going down. And yeah. it's just the it's, brass tax of it all. Well, it's, then that's what I'm concerned so about. That's, well, that's then the team what, has to make adjustments. There's that's, always going to be so things they, they to be can, concerned about, but at least it's the one thing. No, the one no thing, man. No, no, no. No. The, the, the overall concern is like the health of the franchise. Having that many empty seats in the stands is a brand new problem. This is a brand new thing to be concerned Winning about. Winning is the medicine of any sports franchise. I thought you just said it's the economy going down. Well, I'm just saying that they're not going to like... like You're talking about how the fact that people aren't going to the game is going to like make the Oilers franchise like somehow dip or something. I don't yes. know. Yes. It needs... <laughs> if they win... People go back. People even go, in a bad economy. economy. I don't care about the even economy. in a bad economy. Yes. No. They, no. No, man. You don't think so? No, man. No. I think well, there's two separate concerns. One, I'm concerned about the economy, right? Because I think a lot of the people that were not there this year would like to still be here. Yeah. Which shows you things aren't headed in the right direction. Yeah. And I am concerned about Oilers' attendance. Strangely, I find that that's something I think is important. Right. So when I look around at the barn and I see Connor and Leon lighting it up, and I see that there's like acres of empty seats for the first time ever that registers in my world as a concern i guarantee you if they're battling for a playoff spot in the last month of the season or for game one of the playoffs when they get there that building will be full again though and i would choose for for playoffs i would agree for sure but but between now and then that's there's a problem that needs to be solved because like so edmonton's entertaining as fuck to watch right now and nathan mckinnon's in town who is amazing to watch so this is like a a good match to go see. And there's like 4,000 empty seats. Like that's a concern. That's a concern for me on many levels. Like I'm worried about our local economy. Yeah, but we can, but also a like, sports franchise can get through something like that. There's, there's sports franchises. Oh, like I, 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 I'm not saying the team is leaving or anything, but I'm just saying like, like it's good to have a full barn. What would you choose? Uh, uh, a three quarter full barn and the team like be mediocre with no sight of, of like growing or, to be exactly where we are right now, where the team seems to be on a fucking huge, unexpected upward trend. No, man, I want to know where all my fellow Edmontonians so were. You'd rather, sat a, with you'd rather us. a full It doesn't have to be a pick or choose, though. That sat with us throughout the de- decade of darkness. Right. Yeah. Watching Cam Barker hockey. No, I'm just saying yeah. it's not as Let bad as Let me finish my fucking... Okay. Uh, motherfucker. Cam Barker. I don't even know who that is. What? Okay, go. He was a reasonable bet at the time. <laughs> Thank you. A lot of Edmontonians parted worth a lot of hard-earned dollars to watch a lot of shitty hockey. Yes. And now that the product on the ice has turned the corner. Yes. And it's a fucking very empty building, uh, I am concerned. So the yeah. one thing we would agree on is that in this moment where the OEG can clearly see that the Edmonton economy is struggling and that attendance is lower and the product is better, maybe now would be a good time to offer some incentives with some lower pricing. Mm-hmm. Some This Thursday drink thing, 
when there was only two get Thursday games, that's just not cutting it. That's just not good enough. You know what they need to do? Bring back the Molson Canadian half price game day ticket. There you go. Yeah. Right? Go forty percent off individual seats on game days. Boom. You'd probably fill that building up once again, Smart. right? That's like, that's they, they haven't done that since they moved to Rogers. They haven't done that in the last two years. And, so, and, so, and so do we look at them not pivoting in that way because they just don't feel like they have to? No, we talk about it on our podcast that we know they listen to and try to feed them with ideas because mm-hmm. we've got a few other ones we want to do too. Yeah, stay tuned. Free tickets to schools, to, to sports organizations. If so you that can get my them sponsored. So that my kids yeah. that play in yeah, novice. Like, yeah. Like there's a, the, they used to do that in the gallery in the Rexall. Ford fun zone. Team. Yeah. Well, like if, if we have an empty section, like literally there's, and I know it's like their cost. group seat section, but like, there's some, like, it is like, there's like four people in it and you're like, that just, it just, it's just, that's it's, only been the case for like 10 weeks. Like I'm saying like, it's like the amount of seats that have dropped off has yeah. been like for like less than this season and it's noticeable. Yeah. That's my concern. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I hope they can make some adjustments to, to help have more people come to the games because obviously it's economic. It's not the product. Every, and we've had loyal people like like Wanya's pointed out for like 13 years who have we, where we've had just numerous and numerous sellouts. That building is always full to watch crap. Well, where the fuck is everybody? And now the economy yeah. sucks so bad they can't come because yeah. that's concerning. Then there's also a second row of people saying yeah. we're sending a message and I think they ultimately are. And there's a lot of people that deserve to go to these games right now that can't afford yeah. it. So we have to fix yep. that. And that's the thing, right? I think it's you got to think about the fans here that, that trust me, they want to be there. And now it's just, it's a different circumstance. I think in the future, as TV deals get bigger and bigger, I think you're going to see a reduction in ticket prices. I think that like the Islanders are an example, right? They make most, I think they would make all their salary cap money off their TV deal in New York state. But the environment looks like shit on TV. Yeah. I think they're going to drop the price of tickets in the long run just to make it look better on TV. Well, yeah, they're moving and back. And then it'll massive. slowly come back. I think it's a cycle as well, right? Like, well, and the Oilers are different than the league mm-hmm. on the whole because I think they've got some exacerbating circumstances. Bag Milk just showed me the stats of like average attendance as around the NHL. Yeah, for this year, down. We are at a ninety-three percent capacity. Well, I, I, but I don't believe that. I don't I believe that number. It's North Korea telling us that North Korea yeah. is safe. No, but here's something: Ottawa Senators are at a fifty-eight percent capacity. Yeah, that's their owner's an idiot. They've got is it, it still and, Eugene Melnick? Yeah, and can you imagine like imagine this Oilers attendance problem if their rink was in Leduc and the team was in dead last? That's what Ottawa's facing. But that's what's concerning about this is the Oilers were in yeah. dead last and they were full. It is uh, the not concerning thing is the product on the ice. They're winning a lot and they got a big five game road trip. I want to end this just by getting everyone's prediction. They got five games. They're going to go San Jose, L.A., Vegas, Arizona, Colorado. San Jose, three, one, LA. and two, baby. Give yeah, it there's to me. ten points on the line. How many points are they going to get? I'm going to say seven. That's what I was going to say. Okay, so out I'm of a possible say, 10? I'm yeah. going to say eight. Eight I, out of 10. Wow. I do believe okay. they're going to get eight. You think they're going to go on a bit of a heater here? You're I, saying... I, just just because I yeah. have them tonight, <laughs> plus 170. To win by two? To win... No. No, no, no. Just plus 70 on the money line. I got them against the Sharks. Is that in regulation or is that in... Yeah, regulation. Well, no, it doesn't, have, doesn't matter. They just have to win. They're, they're, money all, they're on the money line. Plus 170. Plus 170. Oh, fuck. Where'd you try. get that? I got to find I'm that. Flip my sheet over. That. Flip my sheet over. And, my and at the bottom, I have the Bodog lines there. What's uh, the uh, ML? Uh, plus 120. Plus 120 on oh, the Oh, I got 170. That's wow. one and a half plus 325. Yeah, oh. man. Okay. If I can find that, I'm taking that down. Because yeah. if... if, if if Jones has a bad night, they're winning bad. Well, and, and 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 the Oilers have a chip on their shoulder, so I think they, you know this. They, they've got a chance to win this game, like yeah. so. I think they're gonna. Like, I think it's. A, I think the juice is worth the squeeze. So sorry, this is a long way uh, for me. I think they're gonna win in San Jose. They're gonna win in L.A. 
They play good in Vegas. I think I think they go I think they get, they do play good in Vegas. I think they get a point in Vegas cuz I'm still okay. worried of when they're going to arrive. Um Arizona's always a motherfucker. Uh so yeah, 7 to 10 points I think is fair. I'm saying 7, Jay saying 7. I got 3, 1 and 2, so 8. 8, Chalmers saying 8. 7. Wanya says 7 as well. So three of us with 7, couple of us with 8. Hopefully they go get all 10. Episode 148 of Nation Real Life. Thanks for tuning in. It is over. 